Welcome to the Working Mama podcast, a show that provides real-world tips, tricks, and advice to all working mamas on how they can have a career, family, and hopefully one day break the glass ceiling. Hey, mamas. Welcome back to another episode of the Working Mama podcast. Hope you are having a great day wherever you are. Uh, If you hear any baby noises throughout this podcast, it's because I am wearing my baby because he's very clingy at the moment. And uh, it's just one of those things as mums, as you know, we just got to lean into it. And at the moment, I'm just leaning into wearing the carrier. But this week, I'm going to have a chat with you around the mental load. And it's something that we, as mums, I don't think I even really understood the term until I became a parent. But it's one of those things that once you're aware of it, you start to pick up on, yeah, I'm actually doing a bit or I'm not doing, my husband's not doing much at all or vice versa. So today, what I want to go through with you is five ideas to share the mental load. And with this, it'll really help you unpack it with your partner and hopefully have a better sharing of the tasks that go into running the household. This is actually an extension of a post I did up on Instagram about a couple of weeks ago and it got really good traction. So I thought, right, I'm going to turn this into a podcast. So mums really take on more of the emotional and the mental load when we become mums. It's one of those things where we say, oh, yep, I'll do it. Or you just naturally because of being a mum, people look to you of having all the answers. Yes, you're often the heartbeat of the family. We're the ones that remember the school activities, the birthdays, what food we've run out of, who needs to be where on what day. And it's no wonder that we think and we feel as well that we've got a million tabs open in our minds. It's generally because we actually do. But you know what? We don't actually have to carry the load on our own and it can be shared with those around you. There's been a really interesting article that has really only just come out as we speak today uh, that I've come across and it's from the New York Times and it's done research into this very topic around the mental load. And I really like this article because it breaks the mental load down into four parts around anticipate, identify, decide, and monitor. Uh, I'll share the article in the show notes, but it's really interesting. And it also goes into why the women do typically do all the household worrying and what we can do and, and how we can prove this because the mental load is a big part of the gender gap, not only at home, but also at work. I know in my own life that it's one of those things I do feel that, yeah, I'm taking this on, I'm taking that on. But I have also started recently of saying to my husband, can you do this please? Or can you do that? And he slowly is getting to go, oh yeah, I need to do this on my own. Or even just little things of, has our son got water with dinner? Little things like that. We just naturally know that, but no, it doesn't always come easy to everyone. And so it's really good that once you're aware of it, that you can start to unpack what it is that you're doing and your partner's doing and try and balance it up a little bit. But as I said, I'll share this New York Times article in the show notes because I think it's a really good way um, of also looking at the mental load around anticipating what's going to be coming up. For example, we're anticipating the birthdays and even Mother's Day. What are we going to get both mums for Mother's Day? That kind of thing. Identifying 
what needs to happen. So for example, we know, anticipating, we know that Mother's Day is coming up. We're identifying it'll be what are the presents and who are we going to what house and what time and things like that. Deciding and monitoring is generally a bigger uh, outcome. So that's often when, as this article says, that men will get involved or the fathers or the partners will get involved um, a lot more about deciding and monitoring. So, for example, using the Mother's Day example, deciding will be, okay, you might say to your partner, right, your mum may want A, B or C as a present and then they can then make the final decision and then monitoring it will be, okay, we're going to this house and we're going there and, uh, and really looking at, you know, making sure that everything's organised and we know what food we're potentially bringing and things like that. So it's, it's a really interesting article and I like how it really breaks it down uh, into understanding the the mental load because it is something that as mums we do take on a lot uh, and typically when we're on maternity leave we take on extra tasks and then we re- when we return to work we don't lose those tasks we keep doing them so really we're returning back to work with all these extra things that previously potentially before we went on maternity leave we weren't doing And so what I'm going to go through now are five ideas that you can start to implement in your uh, relationship and your family on sharing the mental load. Now, the first one is having a shared email and calendar with your partner. Yes, this sounds very simple, but it can be a real game changer. And I know for my husband and I, it has been a massive game changer. This allows both of you to see the emails and also the calendars, uh, what's happening at the same time. And rather than actually someone saying, oh, that was in an email, but you didn't receive it, this way all correspondence, say, relating to the family goes through to one central mailbox. You both can see it and then you both can comment on it. You can even forward emails from your own personal inboxes to this central email. So then that way all the information that's electronic is all stored centrally in one location. My husband and I set up a shared email Uh, a couple of years ago, and it made a big difference. So for example, with our childcare, everything comes into that. Recently, a moving house, all the the quotes and everything else like that all comes into this central mailbox. So we both can see it. We're both taking ownership on it. And that's what really around the mental load is, is about sharing ownership on the tasks that it's not just falling to just one person and everything's falling to one person. There's enough going on in running the household. So that's why you want to share and divvy up some of the, uh, you know, it's really the tasks. Um, Just like at work, we've got different roles that we, um, you know, we've got the CEO, we've got the finance, we've got the marketing, we've got the HR, everyone's got their different roles and we've got people that are responsible for those. At home, you know, generally the mum's the CEO of the family and probably the CFO at times. Uh, And then you've then got all the different employees being your kids and no doubt probably your partner that need to be organised. And everyone needs to have different hats and you need to bring in those different roles um, just like you do at work at different points. So as I said, managing emails is a real game changer. And I know for me personally, it has really helped. Of, oh, I'll get that email and forwarded it. So just, yep, we set ours up in Gmail, like a Google, and that also really helps. What you can then do as an extension of that is also then create a shared calendar. What you can do with this is through Google, and there's multiple ways you can do this through different um providers is then set up the calendar on both your phones so any activities that are happening you both can see it so for example this weekend it might be oh yeah we've got friends coming over on Sunday 
I may have organized it, told my husband, he may have forgotten, and it's in the calendar. And we have generally the rule, if it's not in the calendar, it's not going to happen. So if it's in the calendar, we know that it's set in stone and it's going to happen and it's bound to, you know, it's reality. So then that way also if one of us are organizing something, we can already see, oh, no, okay, my husband's got a hair appointment on that Thursday night. All right, we're probably going to go to the in-laws for dinner. We, or I can already sort of mentally think about that. So having that shared calendar and that shared email really helps from a communication perspective between the two of you in running the household. Number two, an extension of this is communicate, 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 communicate. It is so important about sharing the mental load and you can't enter and underestimate the importance of communication. And it's when this breaks down that then cracks generally start to appear and really having those things that are that are out in the open, you're communicating, uh, you know, for example, can you do this? Or, you know, even your husband may say, oh, like my husband will tell me sometimes, can you get the washing out of the washing machine and, and put it up? Because I'm not responsible for the washing, for example. So he's like, you actually telling me if he didn't tell me to do it, I wouldn't know that there's washing in there that needs to be put out. So it's one of those things, open communication, just like in all factors of life, communication is so, so, so important. And generally, if you're both on the same page, you're communicating well, things are going to run, hopefully, a lot smoother. Now, this is a big one. Number three is about reviewing all the tasks that both of you do to keep the family functioning. And there is a lot of things that when you start breaking it down that actually go into running the household. For example, the washing, the cooking, the shopping, the paying the bills, even bath time, bedtime, who's cooking on what day and uh, the cleaning and everything else like that. There's so much that goes on. And that it shouldn't necessarily fall to you being the mum. Um, that's who I'm talking to with this one. And actually having a look and seeing who's doing what. Uh, I know between my husband and I, he has naturally picked up the washing because he I had a just-in-time principles approach to washing when I first moved out of home and I, was, um, I had my own place. And so I just did my washing as I needed where he is wants a little bit more structure. So he has certain days that he wants things washed. So he's then picked up responsibility for all the washing. It's funny when we recently moved house, my mother-in-law said to me, oh, should I do some washing? And I actually said to her, I said, don't look at me, speak to you know, your son and say, I say what he says, because I'm actually not responsible for it. It's amazing as well. How many people look to you being the female on how to do some things. And I was like, no, that's his responsibility. And that's his role. I don't know. I don't even think about it. So that's what he does. Generally meal planning and that side of things I'll do, but we then also then try and share the cooking load throughout the week as well. Um, so it's little things like that, that when you start looking at the division of tasks to make sure it's relatively fair and even, and that you both can support one another. And as we know, the support, not only just from your external tribe, but also supporting each other um, and keeping your family functioning is really helpful. And I'm experiencing this with just a newborn and it's just a, a bit of a circus each night, but my husband and I are like, right, okay, you're doing bath time, we're cooking. And we're both dividing and conquering to get the kids into bed at a certain time, which really helps. If it was all left up to me, for example, we wouldn't be eating till 10 o'clock at night. And I'm very grateful to my husband, who is a very good cook, and he's 
not afraid to to get in the kitchen and uh, and help out. And he probably at times actually is actually a better cook than what I am. So it's one of those things definitely for number three, reviewing all those tasks. I was recently told by someone that they did this. They sat down and worked it out. Then they, she said, I now no longer need to worry about feeding the dog because my husband's going to pick it up. And she said that was a huge weight off her shoulders. That was all thanks to sitting down and reviewing the tasks to keep your family functioning. So I really encourage you to do this um, and love to hear how you go with it. Number four is also about sharing the childcare drop-off and pick-up. It might sound really basic, but there's lots of things that can go into dropping off kids. And I know my husband really also enjoys going into childcare because then he can also see what our son's been up to, get to know the educators. And so, again, it's not just sharing the load with just one. It's not just having one person taking on that that responsibility but both of them so you've actually the educators as well as seeing both parents also from a role model perspective that your children are also seeing both parents you know say for example leave work early to go pick them up and it can also be quite a a special time for you as well I know um, coming home in the car and hearing recounting stories of of the day and what's happened and things like that this is from a two-year-old so it can be quite entertaining at times piecing all the information together And number five is also about removing stereotype thinking. This is really common. And look, we all fall into this trap, I think, just naturally. So just because your mum has maybe cooked and cleaned and done the shopping, it doesn't mean that you have to do the same. And if your father did very little around the house, it doesn't mean that your partner necessarily has to do the same. It's also we live in new new ways, new world um, that's forever changing and generations are different. The way that we bring up our kids is different now. And so that's why the way that we run our households is going to be very different. So it's really also challenging those stereotypes that we had and really looking at how we can then share that mental load between both partners. And this also then, as I said earlier, is about role modeling with our children. Yes, my, you know, the the father can cook and clean and, and everything else like that. It's not just because it's a you're a female that you need to be in the kitchen. Uh, It's very much, you know, divide and conquer. Um, As my husband and I have the approach, it's a team approach into the way that we run our family. I'm not saying what we do is perfect, far from it. Trust me, we we have our debates and we have our challenges every single day, but it's one of those things that can certainly help you by A, being on the same page, and also we don't have that stereotype thinking we try and really break those down uh, where we can. So just to go back and recap, um, five ideas to share the mental load. It was number one, have shared email and calendar between yourself and your partner. Number two, communicate, communicate, communicate. Number three, review all the tasks you both do to keep the family functioning. Number four, sharing childcare drop-off and pick-up. And number five, remove stereotype thinking. So there's just a few tips to help you along. And I'll also share with you uh, the article uh, from the New York Times uh, that's entitled Why Women Do the Household Worrying and How to Get Men to Do More of It that's just been released. So good luck. Love to hear how you go in evening up the mental load between you and your partner. And feel free to share this on uh, to other friends and also leave a review. It'd be greatly appreciated. Until next time, have a great day, Mama. Thank you for listening to the Working Mama podcast. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcast catch up. I invite you also to join the Working Mama community on Facebook 
and enjoying the conversation with other like-minded working mums. Please also feel free to contact me on any of the Working Mama social channels. Remember, Mama is M-U-M-M-A or website www.workingmama.com.au. I would appreciate you to share this podcast with friends and colleagues, especially those that are parents managing the juggle. And I would really appreciate if you had to take the time out to leave a review of the podcast. I'll be giving a shout out to select people that do so. So stay listening and you might be one of them. Thank you and see you next time. Have a great week. Thank you.